It's time for another Bet News Update. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get bent. A guy who has taken getting bent to all new levels throughout his career, the contortionist Iggy Pop at the top of the stack this week. Marcus, he has announced a new album called Every Loser, produced by Andrew Watt. Can't wait to hear it. January 6th, it's out. I'm quoting Andrew Watt. Iggy Pop is a fucking icon, a true original. The guy invented the stage dive. I still can't believe he let me make a record with him. I am honored. It doesn't get cooler. This album was created to be played as loud as your stereo will go. Turn it up and hold on. Sweet. Well, you know, Iggy's getting up there, and he finally has declared, Marcus, that he will not stage dive on his upcoming tours because he's, quote, too rickety. Helping him to lay down the tracks for this album, Duff from Guns N' Roses, Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers, and others. And speaking of those Chili Peppers, Marcus, they'll be touring next year, and Iggy will be one of the support acts as they go on the road in the U.S. and Europe. Yeah, this lineup of bands they're taking with them is pretty solid. Also, The Strokes, St. Vincent, Mars Volta, The Roots, Thundercat, and City in Color as well are some of the bands that will be opening up for the Red Hot Chili Peppers on their big world tour, man. going to be wild, and Iggy's going to be there for a lot of it. Speaking of tours, this one isn't very big and it isn't very long, not like the Chili Peppers. The Who hitting Europe for the first time in seven years with dates in Barcelona, Berlin, and Paris. The big stadiums, Marcus. As close as they are to mainland Europe, I can't believe they haven't crossed the channel in seven years. But the people in Barcelona, Berlin, and Paris are in for a treat. It's the Grand Orchestral Show, and Pete says he looks forward to bringing it to three of his favorite cities in the world. You talk about Cosmic Connections for a new release. It's Brian May working with Eddie Van Halen way back in the Imbalance Time Machine for this one. Back to 1983 when it was originally released as a three-track EP. I don't really remember that back then, do you? I do not remember this thing called the Starfleet Project. I think we've heard stories of them getting together to play over the years, but I just don't remember this. And I would have thought with those two guitarists, it would have been a bigger deal. The whole project has blossomed over the years, and Dr. May is really looking forward to getting it out in its expanded form in 2023. Here's one from our Lock Up the Children, Don't Let Them Go to the Cinema This Week mod apartment with Marcus Goldman. <laughs> the Gigi Allen biopic, Live Fast, Die, will explore the violence, drug abuse, and complete chaos of Gigi Allen. I got to be honest with you, man. I don't really think I'm going to see this because your you head, see your own poop every yeah, day, you know? You don't yeah, need to see his. Yeah, I don't want to see his <laughs> smeared all over himself and or anybody else. And him cutting himself and bleeding on the stage. I'm just I, I don't know. When we were talking to the Foo Fighters backstage at 
the WMMR 50th birthday party. They played one of the shows that year. And Pap Smear was telling us a story about how he was backstage at a show and he was about to go sit down on the couch and everybody was like, no, 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 Gigi Allen just sat there and they kind of saved him uh, <laughs> some gnarliness and he was like, Woo. Pretty well, that's as up close as I would ever want to get to it, the G.G. Allen story, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hoping that somebody will do more about the Motorhead story, Marcus. You know how much I'm into everything when it comes to the band and, of course, our Lord Lemmy. This newly released track, Bullet in Your Brain, is from their final album sessions. And Lem was ill, I believe, when they were doing this recording. It didn't make it onto the final cut of Bad Magic, the 2015 album. And now it's getting out there. And I like it. Sounds pretty good. I might be able to see why they didn't put it on an album, but I'm sure glad they put it out. Just in time for the holiday season, Marcus. It's the Millionaire Mansion Wars renewed. Dude, this story is absolutely crazy. Two guys who don't like each other and have issues. It's, and live next door to each other. Yeah, in big mansions. And have more money than God. Yeah. It's almost like a swinging dick party, it seems, in some <laughs> ways. First, let's identify the combatants. We're talking about Robbie Williams, pop star Robbie Williams. And Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin. They are neighbors in West London. They have had a long feud about the traditions of the neighborhood, etc., uh, the zoning and whatnot, with changes that Williams wanted to make at his house next door. And now there's a new fence he wants to put up just in time for the holidays to be spent in court fighting over stupid shit like this. I get Robbie's side. I mean, think about it. He's one of those guys where the paparazzi follows him everywhere. They have, like, diary entries oh. of when he goes to the bathroom, etc. So if he wants to walk around in his garden naked, he deserves the privacy of having a large wall up in his house to protect his nakedness. You know, you're not wrong. But if I wanted to prance naked in my garden, you know what I would do? I would move to the bloody country. It's the Bent News Update here on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll Network, and we're talking about the feud between Robbie Williams and Jimmy Page. This goes back a number of years, and it was in the courts and in the papers, and it was resolved uh, a couple different times, and they just annoy each other. And Robbie, I imagine, you know, he's got a lot of time on his hands as he's starting to become a middle-aged rock star, you know? Mm -hmm. Jimmy. He just wants to be left alone for crying out loud. True, but wouldn't Jimmy also have a little more privacy with a 20-foot high trellis wall protecting his property too? I see you being cheeky here, but so am I. I guess you could say he wouldn't have to look at Robbie's naked arse anymore, right? That would make Mr. Page much happier if he didn't have to see a shiny white moon in the daytime. Why are we talking like Downton Abbey? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who uh, comes to his Dublin accent naturally, U2 drummer Larry Mullen reporting this week, Marcus, that he's concerned that if the band tours in 2023, that he probably won't be able to go on the road with them as he continues to recover from surgery, right? Yes, and I don't think it would be right for them to tour without him. I think they should take the time off and... Uh 
finish that album? Yes, finish that album and do a few things maybe that they've wanted to do. I just, I don't see a U2 tour without Larry Mullen Jr. It just doesn't feel right. The irony is that Mullen's the youngest and he's the one, quote, that has lots of bits falling off, elbows, knees, necks. And so during COVID, when we weren't playing, I got a chance to have a look at some of these things. So I'd like to take some time, which I will do to get myself healed, which makes all the sense in the world for the long term, too. It's always just been the four of them and anybody else that's coming out on tour, right? I don't think you can do it without losing that streak of being one of the few bands left that have done it with just their original members all along. I agree 100%. As the trail of loss that 2022 has been when it comes to the creative forces of the world, we have to add a name that not a lot of people know, Marcus, but they know what he did. Jim Stewart, co-founder of Stax Records, died this week at age 92, surrounded by family and friends the way we'd all like to go out. What a huge man in rock and roll. Stax Records is one of those labels that you should visit or revisit. If you're not familiar with their music, you should check it out. There's some incredible music there. And it's something we should do an episode about here on The Imbalance History of Rock and Roll, my brother. I agree 100%. Marcus, you know, in poker, some guys have their tell. The way they touch their ear or something they do to their cards when they do or don't have a good hand. You know that kind of thing? Yeah. In the rock and roll world, the tell is a little different. Sometimes it means, you know, clear the room. Sometimes it's just don't talk to me. And that is what has been discovered from a member of Bob Dylan's touring band, what his tell is when he doesn't want to talk to anybody. And uh, we found out from a story on Louder Sound about Billy Burnett, who was on Bob's tour back in 2003 and accidentally discovered that when Bob wears the hood, like, you know, like a hoodie up, don't talk to him. That's a wild telltale sign to reveal. And it's kind of crazy that if you see Bob Dylan with his hoodie up, you know not to talk to him now. Now we know. (laughs) One of the things in the article that I really liked, Marcus, he said, he's slippery. He can walk in an airport. They lost him one day. They couldn't find him anywhere. And I'm in this little gift shop, and I turn around, and there he is. He says, hey, Billy. I was like, hey, how'd you get in here? You know, he moves around. He's elusive. That's a kind of another wild little aspect about Mr. Dylan as well, the fact that he can just, like, put his hoodie up and disappear into a crowd without being noticed. Most likely you go your way, I go mine. <laughs> Hey, Marcus, we do have uh, an episode update, actually an email from one of our listeners, Earl Thunders. I love his name. Earl with an E on the end, like Bailey Thunders. Uh, He sent in a note on the Ramones episode, a CJ Ramone correction. Uh, Listener emailed, you know that CJ played bass and not drums, correct? He's a very nice way of saying, hey, guys, it sounded like you indicated that he was a drummer, right? Thanks, Earl, because, you know, sometimes we get all caught up in it and we don't even hear it. You know, (laughs) we just got to roll. And then uh, it comes out and we're sitting there going, hmm, I wonder if anybody noticed. This time, Earl Thunders noticed. So thank you very much for the uh, email, Mr. Thunders. And... Thank you Thanks for, for listening. listening to the podcast. I always have to say that, right? Thanks yeah. for listening. We've been conditioned since we were baby DJs. <laughs>
I'll tell you what, Monday is going to be a whole lot of fun because it was for us talking with two of our friends, really. David Wasikinen and Kenny Aronson will be our guests. We're going to have the quad box working and talking to them uh, about their friend, the late Robert Gordon, and a whole lot more on this week's episode. It was so much fun to talk with those guys. It's like sitting around, just hanging with friends on Zoom. Yeah, it got really wild. And the Robert <laughs> Gordon stories are so cool. And it gives you a behind-the-scenes feel of some of the early days and some of the earlier players in the rock and roll history. Get it Monday wherever you get your podcasts or on our website, imbalancedhistory.com. And that's going to do it for this Bent News update. Just a subtle reminder when you need to know. Get back, get back, get back, get back.